Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Are you recording I mean, right now, I think I follow him on Instagram. Oh. Uh, let's start over. Was that good? Are we just running it? No. No, no, no. That was not the intro. Let's just start now right that, now. Now that Ryan's that editing, I'm like, no. Nope. That is not the <laughs> intro. We're starting over. I want to clean cut. in the game and the way it gets filmed. and We're just like, Ryan, why don't you intro it for us since you'll be editing yeah. it? Yeah. Intro us in, Ryan. All right. I think you can do that. Do it. Do it. Do it. You're going to love it, I promise. Ooh. Do it. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Wide Open Podcast with uh, C-Boys TV. You We're didn't here. get the name right. The Life name Wide up. Open Podcast. Oh, oh I thought you go. said Wide Open. He did. No, the Life heard, Wide Open Podcast. Okay. I heard Wide Open Podcast, too. <laughs> I think I might have stuttered on life. Play it back, Jamie. He said, he said Wide Open Podcast. Yeah. Idiot! Sorry. Damn, dude. I didn't mean Jamie it. knows all. Well, everyone has ears heard that you said <laughs> it wrong, but <laughs> Ryan, you've come a long ways. 
mm-hmm. from the first podcast, and now you're introing. Now I'm introing. I'm I still mean, f***ing it up. Yeah. <laughs> Man, chase your dreams, kids. Yeah, welcome Even back, you guys. Even if your friends you make you do it. <laughs> it's a rainy Saturday today. We were supposed to go golfing, actually. But real golfing. Yeah, not not <laughs> reckless golfing, as you guys just saw in our latest video. It was going to turn into reckless golfing, but we already know that. Yeah, but to an extent. It like, wasn't going to be nearly as reckless as the video, though. Because we, w- we were showing up to play. I don't yeah. know, man. When I we think were f- it might have. When I we mean, were filming the video, we showed up and we were like, we're here to fuck around. We're probably going to get thrown off. It's going to be cut short. It wasn't a real game. That was the goal. But today, I mean, if it wasn't raining, we were going to show up and like compete. Yeah, but all of the boys would have been here today. And it's like you know, every time we talk about when we get the entire squad together. That's true. Things escalate so fast, and there's no way that we wouldn't have gotten out of control. I'm not especially saying to the fact that, especially to the fact that we weren't filming it, so we were like, <laughs> we were just like, probably getting into the booze a little bit. Man, every single you guys think we're alcoholics out here, but we just talk about it a lot. But you know, we probably would start boozing a little bit, and then things would have escalated only to the extent of everything reckless except. Or wrecking a golf cart. I don't know if Micah would have drove a yeah, golf exactly. cart off a retaining wall again. If we had to, if we, we, we would have gone out without. If that. we were leaving that golf course and had to buy another golf cart, I would have been. Even filming. I would have been alarmed. <laughs> I'd have been like, okay, maybe we, golfing is not for us. I didn't realize how much fun golf was. I know. I thought it was just kind of like a thing that old guy, old men did, dude. But I it's know. fun. I hear about it all the time. All my, all my girlfriends, friends. Boyfriends and husbands, that's what they do on Saturdays and Sundays. I'm like, huh, sounds kind of boring. Mm-mm, Turns out no. it's a blast. It's a blast. And <laughs> we're not blast. even good at it. Except for Ben. Eh, Ben's not that good. Don't pump his tires. <laughs> He's literally 30 times better than I am. Well, it's not that hard to be better than you, <laughs> No, Mike. it's not. Mike, you literally Mike, break the club being, every time bro, you go. For being, what did you play? High school golf, right? That for being in high school, no, you, golf, that you gotta count. be hands down the worst golfer I have ever seen. I played That's my a, senior that would consider year himself board. a golfer. Were you on the special ed team or what? If they had one, I would have been. Bro, <laughs> I've never seen somebody shank so many balls. Like at least making contact, and if you have a just a gnarly slice or a gnarly hook, and it's not going in the fairway, that's one thing. But the fact that you can't even make contact with the golf ball with the face of the club, and it might go just straight right, or it might go in between your. It between your legs at one point it went backwards multiple mm-hmm. times like mm-hmm. it's seriously a safety hazard to golf with my god dude it is you don't know where to stand you don't know where, you to, don't stand. Know where to stand you it's don't okay. know where it's going it's okay at least you can drive the golf cart wait don't you <laughs> can you that's the, true the best golf cart driver i heavy know. on that don't video you want to stand in, oh yeah you're right thank you appreciate that but you stand in front of the golf ball you want us to stand in front no, of you, or like, you stand? That's in front not, of you don't know where to stand. Safe. I'm like, you just put it between the two white markers, and then you stand in front of the golf ball. Not you, us, oh. idiot. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I know where to stand. Yeah, well, definitely stand behind me. You, you guys act like the ball. That one ball that went behind me, like, if it hit you in the shin, you go ah, and then that's it. Like, Bruh. There was a couple ones. Bro, that I saw them with my eyes. <laughs> you could have killed somebody. Right. You would have been a If your club, the way it was like fucking the head of it, you'd every time you'd swing. Like a fragile, fragile little baby for me to kill you with that. <laughs> I don't think most people are trying to get smoked by a golf ball off of the tee. There's That's still some, like, I don't there's think some there's, heat behind them. Yeah, but yeah, not really. When you hear Micah's uh, like ratio to clubs broken to rounds played, it's one for one. It, every every round of golf you play, you break a club. And if you didn't know Micah, and I was just telling you, yeah, my friend Micah he breaks a, a <laughs> golf club every time he plays, you'd probably think he's just this jacked, strong guy that's just smashing the balls. 
My nope. brain would go more towards like angry. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got a real <laughs> anger problem. He's got a temper. Maybe that too. Snapping him over his Qu- leg. Both of them quite the opposite. So yeah, if you haven't seen that video, go check it out. We've actually been doing a really good job lately. Knocking mm-hmm. out the podcast. Trying to do one a week. We still don't have the best schedule for it. So if you guys are watching this, just hit the notification bell because we sometimes post Tuesdays, sometimes post Wednesdays, sometimes, sometimes post Thursday. Thursday mornings. I'm doing my best out here. Okay, I'm sorry. Ryan's yeah. killing it on the yeah. edits. Dude. The beauty We're of still the podcast is that you can like you could listen to one from three weeks ago. And it's could. still relatively relevant. But yeah, no, we've been killing on the uploads. We've been doing the podcast, been rolling, and then on top of that, we just had a merch drop. It's Saturday. We dropped. The merch drop on Thursday, so it's been about a little over 24 hours. It was probably mm-hmm. one of our top merch drops, mm-hmm. and it's still going. It's still going. The the, the giveaway pit bike is, that's, uh, I don't know. People it's are dialed. stoked for it. I mean, it's that, but also I, I think it has a lot to do with the merch. Like, the jerseys, they're sold out. Fire. There was a lot. There was and, a lot of cool stuff on this drop, for sure. And, I mean, there was a lot of jerseys, and they There's went so quick, so quick. We had two variations. It's just amazing. So yeah. thank you guys so much for and that. Speaking of the merch shop, we got a duffel full of uh, all the new merch going to right. Cat- Caswell Customs. We yeah. announced last merch shop or last podcast that we were going to be giving away a full line. Um, so yeah, Caswell Customs. We're going to send you a DM. We're going to send you get your size, and then we're going to send you a little care package. So what do you guys attribute the success of this last merch drop to? Everything. I mean. I'd like to give a good amount of credit to Mike on the designs, but also like I'll come up with an idea. I think the the dare no can do was that mine? That was mine, right? Mm-hmm. And like the, I kind of came up with it. I just I tell Micah about it, right? And he makes it happen. He comes to me and he has it, and it just it looks right. It's like whenever you come up with an idea, which all of us do, we all we all tell Micah. He makes it happen. Then we have this meeting. We look it all over, and this is you know a month before you guys ever see it. And we go, hmm, change that, or that looks golden. Maybe change this a little bit, tweak this, or all oh, this looks great. And then it, it just all comes together so good. But then also I think, you know, it has to do with everybody just being entertaining, staying on their shit, working hard, and and staying consistent. And obviously you guys buying it too. Which like, and, I, exactly. I mean, that's why I'm like almost quiet about it. I'm just like silently stoked for like – Literally, it's just unreal. I mean, thousands of people being like, I like that. I want to buy it. Right. I know some people do just to get entered, but I know a lot of people do just because they want it, which is the best. You know, what's just crazy to me when we like when we go and we do a meetup. Right. And I stand in line or I stand at our booth and I take pictures for like seven hours. Right. And you just have people just rolling in, rolling in. And uh, you're taking pictures and like, holy shit, dude, we've got to be making so many sales and like there's just so many people here and you get to the end of the day and you like see how many you sold and you're like i mean you're not mad but you're like wow i thought we would have sold a lot more than that and then compared to a merch drop when it's just like instant puts perspective to the masses exactly of people that like can get to you on the internet yeah like if you put yeah. all the people if you put the three hundred thousand people that have already watched the video in a room Mm-hmm. You'd be like, holy. Oh, right. It, I mean, that's, I, a, that's a stadium. Yeah. That's more than a stadium. Yeah. I don't think there is stadiums. It's like two stadiums put together. Exactly. Yeah, that just shows Fuck. the power of the internet these exactly. days. It's, it's, it's truly changed the way people do sell business. things, do business, buy things, you I, know, obviously. But, like, <clears throat> the scalability is tenfold. So something you guys don't see is, you know, we, we plan out these merch drops. Like, okay, we're doing one now. 
uh, space it out. We go pretty much every two months about, right? And uh, Mike is in the hot seat today. I, we haven't touched on that. So I, I, hate to, I hate to grill you too hard right off the bat. But for the longest time, we would, you know, have a, have a merch shop planned. Okay, so if it's in uh, eight weeks, we need to have everything done, you know, six weeks beforehand. So then it can all get placed, ordered, and then we get samples. We can, you know, wear them, promote them, the whole shebang. And Micah, for the longest time, you're getting better at it, mm-hmm. would just, dude, you would just miss deadline after deadline by like three weeks for these merch drops. So... I mean, it's tough because Micah does such a good job, and he's he absolutely kills it on the entire drop, and it takes a lot of work. So you hate to be too hard on the guy, but there's if there's a deadline, you kind of want to hit it or at least hit close to it. And dude, it, would you just not like realize that there was a deadline and just no, try and get like, it I done definitely... like around that time or or like what? Yeah, no, I definitely realize it. I think that is the worst part. You're just like, well, I just don't get it. It's like you're not even close. You're just missing it. Right. And so I honestly, especially for those at those times, I don't even have an excuse for that. The biggest thing now is just like I am not just the guy who designs the merch. Being the merch coordinator is by far more work than being product sourcing yeah. all yeah. that yeah, yeah. Sourcing, talking like, with all these people. oh we got it yeah we got to get these like heat pr- uh, presses for samples and then it's just like well it's going to be this much money and so then i try to like find another good Cheaper, place and if yeah. they're like not good then next merch drop i need to figure out a new place to get those samples things from and and like there's so many moving components yeah the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. Dude, yeah, it's such they, a and we understand that. We understand that for sure. But, but yeah, but. as far as, like, the deadlines, it was just like I was, yeah, I was clearly aware that they were that they were there, and I wasn't like, you know, screw these guys. I, I just want to chill. It is kind of your M.O., Mike. Oh, yeah. You disrespect. <laughs> disregard deadlines no matter what the deadline is whether it was you look back to your days in school you i think you had like the record for most tardies you were you were showing up so late mm-hmm. um you show up late for this back when you had a girlfriend you show up late to dates <laughs> you know everything you're just literally you're on your own time 
it's not a good thing. No, I don't. Yeah, I was like, it's it's not a good thing. But that that is, I am on my own. So time. it's not just the merch drop. I mean, at least you're staying on pace with like. Yeah, you're staying on brand. When do you yeah. think that started? Did that start like going to school and just. Yeah, I was high school. Basically, just like I was like, screw this. I like, think you just high have- school seven thirty in the morning. Like, bro, would you <laughs> would you say you have a disregard <laughs> for authority? Uh, yeah. Why? I don't. It probably came from, honestly, it came from teachers. I think it came from your parents trying to tell you what to do younger than that. Yeah. And I think it was, yeah, it was tough because, like, my parents, a lot of that literally came with uh, a curfew. That's mm. why I hated the curfew. I hated it. And, and honestly, that's probably a big part of it. I mean, yeah. You, they, were, they were like, let's do midnight. And then I'm like, well, if I'm going to come home after you guys are sleeping, what's the difference? I was the kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't think that's the point of a curfew, bro. No, it's, and it's not. It's not. And that's what they would obviously Yeah, Mike, they just wanted you to come home so they could chill they with could you. hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> bro, you got to be home by 12 because we're trying to hang out. <laughs> That'd be funny. Not because Dude. we don't but want you running around back the streets. On it, like, when I did get caught sneak, I would never sneak out. I would only sneak back in. But when I got caught sneaking out, or sorry, sneaking back in, and my dad's like towering over me in the kitchen, <laughs> hits me with the "What are you doing in this?" <laughs> I you, you literally shit yourself, piss yourself, and and gasp right. all at the same time. Let's get into that because you, I mean, your parents were pretty. They're strict, but unstrict is just certain things because you come from a pretty religious family. Let's mm-hmm. let's backtrack a little bit and start from the beginning here. Uh, kind of what what your early years were like because I mean we didn't know you when you were a little kid we met in high school and we'll get into that obviously but but tell us kind of growing up what it was like um pretty much grew up in the country which is good grew up we like moved to the country when I was like four so that's all I really knew and uh yeah like you know going to church going to like Wednesday school that was a big part of it um like tractors basically before i was in school my grandpa was uh retired and he just loves john deere's so me and my grandpa would chill every day and just literally tractors dude he's like what are we gonna do today work on tractors which is weird now because like i'm not super associated with it you should get a tractor yeah no i have he he gave me two of them yeah we got to do a video with it sometime i'll bring it here yeah but uh wait so what age was that that was basically from like five years old Four to five up until, you know, when I was like 10. Obviously, I was in school at you that were kind point. Of a, you were kind of a farm boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's that's just all I did, you know. Oh, can I? I lit. Oh, this is funny. I remember asking my grandpa if I could mow, and I was like yeah, six <laughs> years old. And he's just like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you should be turning the blades on. How about this? You can drive the mower in a straight line up and down the lawn, and I'll let you mow. And he did. I like proved him. And then I, you know, shortly after, I was like, okay, this isn't all it's cracked up. <laughs> yeah, is it? You still funny? love mowing? You still want to mow? Yeah. yeah. Well, I had a mowing business when I was, and that was when I, I never knew that. Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. When I was okay. like, I mean, it was like I had like five lawns, but that would be considered as a business. I definitely didn't have Look an LLC. Good for you, dude. But I was like, as a kid, yeah, that's yeah. good. Five I was lawns. Like Thirteen, and I had like I mowed a cemetery, which everyone's like tripping about that. Why do you mow a cemetery? Isn't that sketchy? I was like, I don't mow it at night <laughs> or anything. <laughs> And then it was weird because my ancestors are in that. So it was a little weird. But and then I mowed like my mom's bank and a couple of apartments. So that was that was good. I do love mowing. Who was driving you around for that? My mom. Really? Well, the the yeah, honestly, my mom. And then the uh, the cemetery. I would just drive the mower from my house. But yeah, lots of lots of farm stuff growing yeah. up. Up until I got my license, then I spent a lot more time in town. So where did it turn from? 
you being like a country farm boy into like the flat brim skater that, boy that, mm. that, that you were when Skinny I met you. Jean yeah, yeah. I would say it definitely, it all depends on your friends. Pretty much what you do in high school is dependent on who you're hanging out with, but uh, skateboarding. So how did you fall into that friend group versus like the country boy friend group? Like I never grew up wanting a truck. Like, you know, my for my 16th birthday, I was like, I don't want a truck. You know, which most country boys, they're like, I want a truck. I want a Silverado, you know? Yeah. Uh, but Silverado. yeah, I start, but before I had my license, I started skateboarding and that was my way of getting around town. So then you just adopt that skinny jean, flat brim, skate shoes wearing lifestyle. It is amazing how your current friend group like dictates who you are as a person when it, you're younger and as you're getting older too. It does. I, yeah. I think the story of you becoming friends with us is incredibly interesting. Yeah. So basically I... Uh, broke my foot. How old were you? 2013. I was like 17. I broke my foot. We, me and my buddy Pete rolled a Ranger and, you know, classic, you put your foot out or your hand or hopefully not your head. Uh, but the roll cage crushes it, crushes it. I like broke all my toes except for my big toe. And I was in like a wheelchair for like a couple of weeks too. It was bad. Uh, and then I remember calling Jake up or Jake called me up because all my friends weren't hanging out with me cause I was crippled, which it wasn't, it's not that deep. You know, I was just at home playing call of duty and they were like, well, there's not much we can do with you since we were, I was like skateboarding and snowboarding. And so then I called Jake and he's Jake like, Sherbrooke. Yeah. Jake Sherbrooke. And he's uh, yeah, dude, I'm at my dad's playing mortal Kombat right now, <laughs> like eating ice cream sticks. But you guys weren't that good of friends. No, I had just You'd met, met like one or two basketball games, yeah. which is shit. like the most Jake thing ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Come on over. We're going to hang out. Like <laughs> it really is. Yeah. He was, uh, I met him at a, couple of basketball games and he was just like stoked he's just like dude i heard you're mike sandman from all you know like i don't know how he you really had a reputation you were a viner bro. yeah he was a viner you were a viner i knew you up from vine funny. before i met you yeah a bunch of people at ben school knew me from vine which is honestly i par for the course now that we're uh social media but he had he had like what 2500 like 2, followers yeah so yeah like, i remember that being so huge at the time yeah, though yeah. i was like damn so then the funny thing is that night that I like when hung out with Jake, we made vines. <laughs> Super weird. Jake probably was just trying to get some cloud off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I remember he's just like, well, I know your foot's broken, but like if it heals up soon, we could like duct tape your boot up or something. We could go snowmobiling. I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'm down. And that's what we did. And then he was like, yeah, my buddies want to ride with you. And it was all of you guys, I don't know if you were with at the time, but basically all the Sea Boys we were, were the with buddies, snowmobiling. Because yeah. we had a pretty, uh, our, the group was pretty tight at that point. Yeah, you know, me, yeah. Ken, Micah, CJ, and Jake. Not, not me at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But I roll in. Ryan, I was Ryan, there too, Ryan, dude. Ryan too, <laughs> Ignore that. But fucked all that up. <laughs> the other cool thing was I met all you guys in the Cormorant store. Like that, I don't know. That just makes it cool to me. I walk in the Cormorant store. I see Ken. And keep in mind, I go to school with him. And at the time, <laughs> at the time, he's Grant. I, I'm like, oh, that's Grant. What's up, dude? And we, we weren't friends in high school. We were just acquaintances. And so I saw him. And then I see Ben. And he's like four foot one. And I see Ryan. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go sledding. And like, I remember, yeah, you, all you guys had pretty nice snowmobiles. So I was pretty intimidated by that. But uh, shortly after that, I was like, well, that was really fun. I really like these guys. And that's what it's like to find la friends at the lake, obviously. You know, there's no one around. So I was just like, this is great. I found friends who like to snowmobile around the lake. And then after that, uh, everyone wanted to go, or Ryan wanted to go snowmobiling, but no one else did want, wanted to or could or whatever. And so Ryan asked me to. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, we don't know each other, but I'm down. 
And then, honestly, from there, it was history. Yeah, man. You really fit with the group dynamic. Yeah, and then, yeah, as soon as I realized that you guys liked action sports, I was, like, sold. We got you into dirt biking. Yeah. Actually, that's crazy, too. I had never ridden a dirt bike besides, like, once or twice before I started hanging out with you guys. So, before, I hate to shit, I I don't want to shit on your old friends, but, like, it was a, they weren't going down a good path, right? No. And so, do you attribute... Where do you think that you would be right now if you would have never met us and you would have stayed in that same friend group? Because when you started hanging out with us, you kind of you kind of ditched that group, right? Mm-hmm. Your mom even says that uh, before you met us, you were you were kind of going down the wrong path. I think, especially where some of those those guys are now, is like I think I would just be working. You know, I hate to overuse this, but like working nine to five, like I'd still be very content. Is I'm a, I'm a content, uh, ha- optimistic, happy person, but it wouldn't be uh, much. Yeah, not even that though. It was like just the the choices that they were making, and one of them's dead now because of drugs. That, yeah, like one of my best friends for a long time, and he wasn't. That was almost like almost two different friend groups. Um, but yeah, w- one of my buddies who I was friends with for a long time, who was easily the worst, you know, like the worst. I, I don't mean to uh, speak bad on his name, but right. it, it, things things were just toxic, and I remember like canning that friendship, and I was I never I was so happy, and then yeah, like years later he OD'd, which is insane. So do I think Sad I'd be too. anywhere near that path? Absolutely not. But but it would be as far as a career path, and and maybe like my overall outlook on life would be a lot different. What did you see yourself doing? Like at that point in your life, what did you want to do? Around when I was like 16, I remember uh, <laughs> my mom would go to Bible study and then we'd go to the, this person's house from our church and he was a mechanical engineer. So he had dirt bikes and snowmobiles and all this. And I was just like, oh, so you got to be a mechanical engineer and you can you can afford all these nice toys. And like and then he was in the power sports industry. I forget where he worked. But uh, so I was like, I want to be a mechanical engineer. And then I met you guys and I was still stuck on that. I was like, sweet, snowmobiles, love snowmobiles. And then... I applied to the National Guard. Dude, that's so right. a funny story. <laughs> yeah, or I should say they reached out to me, and then I was like, well, shit, if I can pay for college. like, And it, and I know people that have done it and that have finished it. There's like a lot it, of our friends. Yeah, are. yeah, it's not it's not that crazy. But looking back, if it were me, it's crazy. Right, so what know. happened now, Mike, is you applied and you, you, you tried to go through with it to yeah, join so the like, National sure. Guard. And they make it very easy because they literally beg Extremely you easy. to join. They beg you. And so then I remember halfway through that, uh, they, the Na- Air National Guard reached out to me and they're like, they're literally like, hey, Army National Guard is like staying in a tent and Air National Guard is like staying in a five-star hotel. That's literally what they told me. These guys want everybody and anybody. <laughs> so then, anyway, I was like, all right, cool. Well, if, if you're not lying, Air National Guard, cool, I'll apply. And then I applied and filled out all the medical questions, and I said that I had asthma because I do, but it's very minor, like not severe. I've never seen you have an inhaler no. or need an inhaler. Yeah, it's basically like if I overexert myself in the winter, I'll get a little wheezy. That's about it. Yeah, and wheezy. Yeah. <laughs> wheezy, baby. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and so I applied and like i i said that and they're like ooh, you know that could be a problem and then i was like well let me know if it is like i'll do some physical tests or some breathing tests i don't know what goes into it but no i don't even need it i don't know it's no big deal and they're like yeah it might be a big deal <laughs> and so they like pushed me around for like three months you know every month i'd be like hey could i get an answer like i need to know if i'm going to basic because i basically missed the summer basic which i'm glad i wouldn't have gone because it would have been really hot 
But uh, I come two weeks before you're supposed to basically like be starting classes, August, whatever. They're like, I'm like, can I have an answer? Yes or no? Like, I don't, you know, it seemed very unprofessional. And then <laughs> yeah, they they're, they're always like, I don't want to tell them, you tell them. <laughs> they're like passing them That around. could have yeah. been what it was. And so then they're just like, you didn't, you didn't make her. And Mike. Like, that's fine, but <laughs> oh, the dude, there, I just picture all of them standing in like a conference room That's with a picture it. of just you <laughs> with your flat brim and like flippy hair and you're in your purple skinny jeans oh. standing there and they're like, all right, seriously, we take everyone, but do <laughs> we want this guy? Yeah, you're, you've got, you are literally the only person I've ever heard of in the history of ever that got to Turned down by the National Guard. And they're then gonna begged. Have, they're and gonna then have begged a, to get in. And they still said no. They didn't want you. Dude, they would go to they would go to a draft before they made they, before they put Mike's Micah like, in there. No, seriously, like I'm I'm ready to fight. I I want to serve my country. Like, no, no. You can't, you can't do it. That'd be a funny skit. Like them just looking at me and they're like, We can't who's gonna tell them, but we can't let this guy in. We've kind of had that joke going for even in our content though, too. Like like we'll be like, All right, who wants to do the the stunt or whatever, and then everyone's kind of quiet, and Mike's like, I'll do it, and then we're like, all right, anyone else? <laughs> Seriously, the anyone want to do the yeah, stunt? Is there anyone is. else? Anyone. Fine, I, all right, I guess, Ben, you're going to have to do it. <laughs> we didn't even remember that whole story until, like, a couple months ago, no. but we've been doing that for the past, like, four years, dude. Uh, all I have to say is... Think how much different your life I feel yeah. so blessed that yeah. I didn't get in. Like, screw that, man. But respect to everyone that's in it, though, obviously. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it's like no hate. I'm just glad for my that. life that it didn't work out. So then I guess the, the the way it took a turn in a really good way really fast was that I go to a community college because at this time I'm like, well, I can't enroll in a university. And, like, at that point I was accepted at NDSU, but I, I still couldn't have enrolled. They, they just don't work like that. But you can go to a community college and enroll and schedule your classes in all in one day. So I was like, cool, I'll do that. And then we go there and they have like their full list of professions. And I was like, can you imagine just showing up to college? Because there's no generals there really. Showing up to college and just being like, all right, pick one. That's no, what you did? Pretty much. Like the night before. Actually. The most Micah this? thing ever. You That's like, the most Micah thing I've ever no, heard, bro. You just, you, you procrastinate and put everything off whoa, until the last minute. And you're like, whoa, oh, I whoa, need a career. Whoa. It wasn't his fault. It was not procrastination. That That, that is true. Not procrastination. Anyway. Uh, well, That's the one time it wasn't. That's true. That's true. Okay. My so bad, then my I, sorry. Uh, I'm looking and... And I see, like, graphic design, and then I hear they have a really good graphic design program. I'm like, well, this looks a lot more fun than accounting. It looks a lot more fun than being a nurse, even though the nurse's program is really good. And you get paid really well doing that, but graphic design I picked. And then they were like, you I need can a- see you being a nurse now that you say no, that. I can I, yeah. you guys picture that? Michael walking in. Here's your ointment. (laughs) Rub it on some old lady. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna come back and check on you in 20 minutes. Ring the bell if you have any issues. (laughs) Okay, so you go, you you become a graphic designer, or you start the literally in a day. I became. (laughs) But I remember them being like whole future. And keep in mind, community college was cheap. But I remember them being like, "You need a MacBook," and I was like. Do I have to? Because at that time, I just was like anti-Apple because they were so expensive. And I still am anti-Apple because... It was the status quo. You've yeah. always gone against the status quo. You don't give a fuck about how expensive something is or if it's like supposedly nice. You just like care about getting the job done. Yeah, dude. So I bought... I like spent my entire grad money on the MacBook. And then that was the MacBook that we like 
built the company. I <laughs> built the company on it. Yeah. It's so crazy. That was the, I, and, and it worked for five years. So, like, I never regretted it after that. Did graphic design. And then once we started doing all this, it was perfect. Couldn't have been more perfect. It was like the stars all aligned. You have made the most out of your two-year degree on so many levels, dude. Yeah. Like, can you... Did you ever even imagine the amount of success you would you would create from that degree? Dude, no. like, I, did you even comprehend that? Because most people getting, a, like, a trade job like that, they can maybe picture themselves starting their own business one day, but it's like, you've been out of college for five years, and the amount of things that you've done with that degree is insane. Yeah. Think right. about how many designs you've made that are on t-shirts around the world, bro. Yeah. And that's obviously thousands of like, like 100,000 t-shirts but around the world. It's Dude. sick that I would now I'd feel comfortable like legit teaching other people, not necessarily graphic design, but teaching them what they can do with it. Like I remember when you know the people come into the classroom and they're like freelancers and they were talking to us and I was like this is cool, but I can't see myself doing this in the near future. Like, I feel like I got to learn a lot. And then I did because you're thrown through the flames, which we all were. That's the best part about everything that we've ever done is basically like we were thrown into the flames. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. What do we got going on here? Sorry, this is... What do we got going on here? I didn't here? expect the OJ can. It's I all good. Why don't you, why don't you tell the uh, audience what you're making? This is called a beer mosa, so you... We normally drink these in the morning, as terrible as that sounds. Uh, normally, <laughs> I love the normally. Not normally. Yeah. No, Only like on, on a Saturday. Get up and <laughs> going, <laughs> you know. Um, but so you, like, normally Bush, you can do cores, but then you just, you pour a little <laughs> bit of orange juice in it. And it, it's like a, instead of like a mamosa, it's like a man-mosa. Mamosa. You know, 
Believe that. it or not, it's really good. Yeah, it's a it's phenomenal like combo. Fantastic. Actually. actually, super weird combo. Uh, got like four dudes when I was at the corn run in just four the other dudes. Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> were all of us. Were, were you sitting in a hot tub? No, no. I, but I, I turned them on to the. Oh, you turned turn four dudes on. on? Oh. oh. Yeah, sorry. I mean they were rock hard sitting there drinking <laughs> these beer mosas. They were fucking because they're good. They're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's a really good point, Ben. Would you have ever have dreamed? That your designs would be getting worn all over the world, you know? I mean... in sitting there in class learning how to do something I would have never shit. even thought of. Exactly. Yeah. I, I almost feel like... Uh, and, and your mindset has changed over the years. It's like the more you've hung around us... Um, and I will say, like, like Ben and I especially, we, we, like, always have really aimed and, like, shot really high up, I would say. Like, you know, we've always aimed for, for the stars... And the the more you hung around us, I'd say like your mindset has almost changed. It, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I think yeah, you know, it was cocky it, saying for that, the record. It was it was hanging around you guys, but it was meeting all of your parents. Yeah, that's what it was. Really, my, none of I mean, and my parents did just fine, but uh, they didn't own their own business. You know, they they worked for someone and they hustled, and but they never could scale it anywhere. And so then I saw all of your parents, and I was like, every single one of their parents own a business, and I want that. That's all I want. That's all I want. I want to do, yeah, I mean, you know, American dream sort of thing. Hey Grant, I don't want to skip too far ahead here, but uh, on on the topic of that, what was your what was your opinion on making a lot of money? Uh, Did you care about it? Yeah, because a lot of people think like it's not um, it's not good to make a lot of money. It's it's like good to make enough to sustain your yeah. your livelihood. And, like, that's all you need. And people think that, like, people that make a lot of money are just, like, arrogant assholes. And I mean, some are. But, I mean, everyone's different. Some poor people are the happiest people in the world. Some right. poor people are depressed, you know, what- you, or whatever. Did you want to make a lot of money? Did I wanted, be, no, wanna I wanted to be, honestly, no. I wanted the, the little middle things. Like, my family never took vacations. And I just saw, like, just a simple thing as taking your family to Florida. I'm like... How hard can that be? That'd be how, so fun, you know. How much money could that possibly cost if we just, like, you know? So I want to do just stuff like that. Yeah, just I have money to go on vacation and then not go, oh, we're not going to get a, like, this is how my family was, but, you know, we're not going to get a pop when we go out to drink or a soda, whatever you want to call it. You know, we get waters to save money. I was like, right. screw that. Like, I want to go <laughs> out to eat and get what I want. I don't need to get the filet mignon, but. I think they almost, uh. Would you agree that they they live very much so they don't live beyond their their means you know or needs? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, would you say the the number one priority in your family still and also obviously growing up was God yeah you know and 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 church and religion yeah. community family all that stuff which is all really good but uh, yeah I mean that was your guys's main thing yeah yeah we didn't need to do anything too crazy well especially with like material possessions right they didn't care about that yeah they're like which none of it does really matter it it doesn't yeah it really doesn't so i mean and that's kind of where i am like right now it's like remember someone goes when are you gonna buy your you know hundred thousand dollar car i'm like shit i don't know man i don't care about that shit i'm gonna but like i don't know what it is i don't know when it's gonna be like i'm happy with the subi dude but i can relate to that like for one your Subaru's like so sick. You got that thing for 
what was it, 10 grand? 10 grand. Put How an- the fuck? <laughs> Wait, there- but put another 10 grand into it. That's true. But still, Mike, I remember right. when we went there, it was just me and you to buy it. And I was like, if you don't buy this, I'm going to buy it. It was but sick. But it's just, it's so funny because you could have bought a lot of other vehicles besides that. And you could have uh, fucking times 10 the value of that. I'd say you care the least out of everyone by far about making a lot of money. You just. Yeah. yeah. Which I yeah I was like which I don't which want to be mistaken great, dude. as good for you which I don't want to be mistaken as it's not, not cheap. wanting to hustle. It's not that you're cheap. But, you're not cheap. But uh, yeah, which also uh, and another thing to be said is like I don't want to skip the the, the build up. I don't want to skip the build up. Skip the the work up. So like, I mean, and this isn't uh, like a hit at you guys, but like Ben, for example, has a brand new WRX sitting. You know, in in the we surprised you with it. It was it was amazing. Mm. You have a brand new WRX. That's because your family loves you and they're able to provide for you. Yeah. And so anyway, I wanted that WRX that I never had. If I just skipped that, then I instantly would be like, why would I get it? You know. So anyway, I'm just like taking it by levels, I guess. If that right. makes sense. If I were to go buy, I don't know, a, a Corvette or something or a GTR, uh, I'd just be like forever. Yeah, I wouldn't want Tainted. that. I wouldn't want that WRX ever. That's true. I wouldn't. Do you think that you have everything you need right now? You have enough money in your bank account. You have a house. You, no, you've got like every toy that you can. <laughs> For could. the record, the only thing I don't have right now is a lot of money in my bank account. Because you buy the- so much stuff. <laughs> from the house. From the house. But, yeah, I have every toy that I could literally ever want. But there's always new ones that, like, <laughs> you know. But I definitely have the most toys out of all you guys. Oh, yeah, I know. You got a ton of shit. Yeah. A lot of stuff. This is fun. What? I- like, for Dirt one, bike, snow bike, two snowmobiles, jet ski. I mean, two four wheeler, four wheeler, <laughs> a pit bike, a pit bike. Yeah. The, oh no, no, another ranger. Yeah, ranger. That's cheese. Right. Yeah. yeah. The way you're living, though, Mike. Honestly, like, that's the right way to live. And I've told you this off camera many a times because we always get into it. Maybe like, because Ben and I are very like, I'd say business oriented. Like we look at it like, is this making a profit? If it's not, then we cut it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you look at it as, is this a good time? And that's the, the, honestly, the, the better way to best live. Best way to look at it. it best is. way. And then the fact that we're able to mesh, we that, blend in, it. mesh exactly. that into one thing is, is exactly. pretty great. Yeah. It is interesting how, how different we are, but how well we work together because me, you <clears throat> and CJ like could not be more polar opposites, honestly, but it just works. And, and we it do butt heads a lot too, though. Yeah. It keeps Micah in line. Of looking forward and yeah. doing stuff. And it also keeps you two in line sometimes. Like, Michael will check your guys' decisions and be like, hey, no, we should do this for this reason. And I think it's what makes our group work is the five totally different attitudes it towards is. so many things. And that's why we work. No, 100%. Yeah, Mike, Mike definitely keeps us grounded. Yeah, like exactly. Level-headed. Because, yeah. dude, like at the end of the day, you have so many things to have an ego about. You know, everything that everything, dude, your, your world is crazy. Right. And anyone that has a brain can look at that and respect that. But do you, you have no ego. You have, you have nothing that you brag about or you, you've got a chip on your shoulder when you're talking to someone. It is pretty amazing. It's funny when I do feel like a little bit of an ego coming on, I almost feel like there's like a monster inside. Check yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's good, Mike. Hopefully you stay that way. Your ego monster is like this tall (laughs) and like literally anybody else's is like up here. Whenever he grows, I'm like, no, you know, I feel like, uh, I don't, I've never told you this before, but if it wasn't 
if you weren't cut, you know, obviously tied in with all of us, tied in with the business, you know, you're making videos, all that. I feel like you would be like traveling the world in your blue van <laughs> before we wrecked it. I mean, you'd be it traveling would, it the would world, be the blue van, but it would. You'd be traveling bad. the world, living very minimally, just meeting new people, hanging out, chilling. Yeah, and by minimally, would you agree with that? Yes, but but by minimally, there's like two definitions of that. There's like, you know, you live minimally, Mike. Yeah, 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 but like. I want to live comfortably minimally, and you need money to live comfortably minimally. If that makes sense. There's minimally like you're eating sandwiches on the road, and you're showering like once every three days. And I was like, nah. Like if if you wanted to grab a hotel, and you wanted to like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if you'd do that though, because if you were really out there doing it, you'd be like, eh, I can just sleep in my van. But also, like if I were to travel like that in a van, I would want to be making content, and in the end, want to be making money from that content. Like, let's say at 21, you, it doesn't take much to travel a country in a van if you have the van already. Like, it legit, you could live, you could travel the whole United States probably for, like, 10 grand, you know, and take months off. Right. But I don't really want to do that. Right. You, you'd want Obviously, like, right now is not the time. Yeah, not at all. But, I mean, uh, that's, it's funny you say that because I would love to do that. I, I know you, you would. But the weird thing is, is as time goes on and you, like, get a girlfriend, you need to have... Right. You, you'd, Gotta have a girlfriend that's down for that. I would imagine sure. that uh, the next girlfriend you find would probably be down for that. I it's literally almost forget that you had a girlfriend. I feel like you've been single for so much longer than nine months at this point, and you just started hitting the market, like smacking it, dude. Yeah, no, <laughs> really hitting the market. Really, not hard. really though. I'm just like being single. Like, I would not consider myself a ladies' man. I don't know, Mike. Not that I just, what I've been I saying, dude. dude. You, you're a magnet. No, dude. you are a bit of a magnet. I, I almost think you can't that. get out of your own way on that. Bro, I, I think because should we circle back around to my incredible ability to be friend zoned in high school? Mm. And the worst part is there's varying levels of it, but like, oh my gosh, dude! I so many there's so many there's so many nice pretty girls in my high school, and I somehow was. Best friends with all of them. You think they might have been misreading you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh, maybe. We didn't maybe. even touch on that. No. no we did. We touched on the first podcast. Yeah, we did. No, yeah, so I was gay in high school. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't actually no, gay, but I, I thought he was gay the first time I met but, him. Yeah, dude, I was, it was just funny. Like I, And you just don't pull girls if they think you're in the friend zone. And then other girls are like, oh, yeah. He's Nowadays, nice. it's quite the opposite, you though, just, Mike. I got to avoid the friend zone at what all What do you think costs. it is? It's because whenever there's any girls around us, whether it's our girlfriends, friends, or whatever, you know, it's like there's only two single options, so it makes it nice for you. I mean, that's it's true. quite the setup. That is true. Um, yeah, if there's a, a group of girls around us, there's only like two people to choose from. I'd say we're a pretty good time too. So, I, like, they're enjoying themselves. They're like, "Man, I'd like to come back." This is almost like a PSA, like for like you just gotta have a really good time and don't over. As soon as you're like. That girl's really cute. I want to like start moving in. Uh, as soon as you off. start putting an ultimatum on it, throws or it whatever, off. Whatever. Uh, yeah, throws it off. They Just don't be like yourself, that. dude. Mike, you Snapchat more girls than I anyone I know, though. Really? Yeah, bro. You've got like twenty five on the hook at one time. That is an exaggeration, <laughs> but not far <laughs> off. 
I agree. It's it's no, it close goes in to waves. that, dude. It's it goes fucked. in waves. Also, so dude, it's crazy. Like, what? What is what? I mean, this is kind of more of a Gen Z thing, but like, what is a high snap score? I know you guys don't even keep track of that, but what is? You literally no idea. Yeah, I'd say everyone says like a million is a super. Like, you a hoe if you have a million. Uh, snaps Do you have score. a million? No. What do you have? I just six hundred k, which I think is a lot. Uh, <laughs> I got one hundred and twenty. Decent. Yeah, dude. I'm but also, always I've, I've had Snapchat since it came out. Oh, that was another really, really funny thing, dude. When I was the first time I ever met Jake at the Lake Park basketball game, he comes up to me and goes, "Dude, so you got to get this app. It's called Snapchat. And keep in mind, this is like twenty twelve. I don't know whenever it came out. And he was like, "You got to get this app, dude." Um, so basically, you just send pictures. It's it's mostly meant to send nudes. You just like send pictures <laughs> and they just disappear. That so, is like, kind of what it was actually it initially was. meant for. It, I mean, and I don't know if it was meant for that, but that's what it was used. No, for. it was. That was the, so, the initial concept of and it. I remember downloading it, and it was just him and then this one other girl that I was friends with that had it, and that was it. I was just like, man, well, no one uses this. Well, app. thank God you picked a good username, Mike. <laughs> no yeah, kidding. So <laughs> many people just pick terrible Snapchat usernames because right. no one had it. Or you just. I've always liked, just I've always really liked CJ's. Just CJ, CJ Lotzer, one, one, two, three, four. Three, four. <laughs> hey, CJ Lotzer, one, two, three was already taken and all the ones before that. Wait, that's still your username? Yeah, yeah. Well, what the, can yeah. you change it? Yeah. You can't. You and also, get, yeah, I don't yeah. use Snapchat. I'm not like, uh, no offense, Whoa. but I feel like that's for little kids. Yeah. And like now that Instagram has stories, why am I going to post a Snapchat story? But like I live on Snapchat. Like I post. Yeah, no, because you got a lot of girls. You got a Snapchat. No, but I'm saying on my stories too. Like if I put promos, like new video, I, yeah. I, but I built my Snapchat audience. Right, and I still could do that, but I just don't see the point because you could just post no, it right to your yeah. Instagram and like stay on Instagram. Like I'd rather just have my Instagram pop in. Leave Snapchat to Mike and I. Yeah, you guys got it. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan's um, got me up, uh, got my back on this at least. I just like Snapchat. So you were graduated out of college, you know, while some of us were completing it or trying to complete it, and we had that shitty ass trap house, college house that we were running the business out of. That was like, I feel like those were some nice, nice times for you. Yeah, absolutely. You, yeah, you like, weren't, you were just a full time working on the business, but it wasn't like super serious yet. So it was it like wasn't. you were hanging out, you had everything you needed, but like, but you're chilling. Yeah, being able to live the college life, which like, it didn't feel weird. It didn't feel like I was like some old graduated person. Cause at the same, I graduated earlier than you guys, even though you were younger than me. But uh, yeah, I got to like live the college life, but I didn't have to waste my time on fucking homework i got to no you're just partying well no 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 i was partying (laughs) with with all you guys and then when you guys had to do homework and go to class i got to work on actual shit we had so many side gigs back then too though yeah yeah i mean we were just trying to make money any which way we could those were building years dude we did anything we had our fingers in so much stuff and i don't think we were doing anything well no we had the freaking we were doing it better than uh Anyone else? Anyone else? not doing Because we were just yeah. doing it. Yeah. Honestly, doing it. we weren't thinking into anything. We were just doing it. Uh, yeah. Which I don't know if that's good or bad, but building bricks or brick brick by brick Gosh, or whatever dude. the fuck brick, the saying is. Brick by brick, yeah. baby. So Ken's brother Cody is an arborist. He's got a huge tree pile. He cuts down trees. We were like, well, what if we made a subscription-based thing in the summer so that we deliver bundles of firewood to people on the weekends or whenever they want them? Never came to be, but good wood. We good wood. Good wood. Uh, still might work like honestly. that. Yeah, still yeah. might work. And then you can elaborate on that. Some fucking big Cormorant t-shirts or whatever. Yeah, bunch of different. Yeah, side hustles. But yeah, to circle back around, uh, that was that was a great time in my life be- because basically because of that, I was be- able right. to like 
live like a college kid, but actually make money, you know, make money and not waste my time in class. Not that if, when you're in class, you're wasting time, but a lot of times it feels, it feels like, like it. So, yeah, we, we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, but um, your, your dad passed away mm-hmm. during that time. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. And that was like, I don't even know. I'm really bad about like dealing with it or talking about it, but he had cancer and he like kicked it for like three years. And then it was kind of one of those things that like wasn't, yeah, like you just not going to come out of. But I would say the scariest thing out of all of that was like the last like two weeks. Like if you've ever seen anybody with cancer, like he looked like a zombie. Like he didn't look like my dad anymore. Mm-hmm. Like crazy, crazy. I was like, this is terrifying. But, uh, yeah, it was it was sad. How did you cope with that? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I, you know, I had you guys. It's like, I'm, right. not, I'm not, you know, I'm not much of a crier. I think, like, I just coped with it by you, just having you guys, honestly. Really. Like, just, I'm like, man, I was so happy with what we were doing and so happy that it was successful and so happy to staying be on busy. YouTube and staying busy that I was like, oh, this is, if I wasn't doing this, I don't, I would be in rough shape too at the time. Because, yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, I always say this, but you are actually the happiest person I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do remember uh, talking to you about it at the time. And I remember you, you mentioning to me, and you, you even said this up there at his funeral. You said there, there's, uh, like, so much comfort in, you know, knowing that he is with God now and, like, just mm-hmm. just the faith that your family has and yeah and you know, i think well yeah that honestly is a big part of it too to elaborate it, on it was very like your whole family was i don't know just they they were so calm about it yeah i was like so that was a big part of it it's kind of just like not i don't know not just being like yeah sending good energy to to you right. dad you know like it, i'm not saying that's all false but i was just like no nah, i mean it, it feels real i guess but it is crazy that we had time to prepare you know, right. like that is a huge I remember part. You, you were able to like kind of be like accept like this is going to happen because I think shortly after that, not to make the story any more dark and and we weren't too close later on in life. But me and uh, he was my parents were his God parents. But uh, me and my like childhood best friend shortly after that passed away in a car accident. And I was like fucked up from that. I was like crying and I was just like, well, why wasn't I like this with my dad? Because it was unexpected. So there's something to be said there. Like, unexpected death. Whew. I remember you told up. me that you were, like, almost at a bit of peace because you knew that he was in a better place. You're yeah. like, he's not suffering anymore and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. He he was, like, suffering. It was bad. So, uh, positive note of that, like, right, I mean, shortly before that, like, no, he passed away in December. And in November, we went on an elk hunting yep. trip. Oh man, we didn't we didn't get an elk, but it was like the best. It was like the best, and he was having a really tough time getting around. But like it was like we shot some mule deer, and uh, if I wouldn't have had that experience with him, that would have been really tough. But you know, just having some closing experience because like you guys know, like I don't spend a ton of time with my family. No. I'm, I'm bad about that. I don't know what it is. I don't, I love them just the same, but so bad about that. We're all pretty pretty bad about it. But yeah, you I mean you. You're just busy. And again, it comes down to like your guys' families all live close by. Five minutes away. What, 30, 25? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit longer of a trip. No real excuse, but yeah. 
Do you, and uh, they live on a gravel road, so I'm not trying to get my car dirty. <laughs> do you uh, do you have any like advice for someone that like I'm sure that out of I'm sure there's plenty actually of kids that are probably listening to this right now that are in a similar situation to you at that time. Yeah, I would say it would circle back around to what I said about having you guys. You got to have, and if you that's the thing. If you don't have good friends, then I, I like. I don't know what to Wouldn't you say. say just something to, to focus on? Yeah, yeah, something to focus on. Stay busy? Yeah, for sure that. But also, like, the friend group to me is the most important. Even if I don't have to, like, talk about it with you guys, just knowing that, like, like I, there's so many people I know that, like, just don't have a friend to call. Or they're like, I hope I, you know, I hope my fr- my one friend is available this weekend so we can hang out. I'm like, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I could literally show up at any of your doorsteps at any time. But even five years ago, I could have done that. What about at, like, if they don't have any friends that they feel they can reach out to? Yeah, then I guess, like, stay busy. Um, and just cherish that that bit of time that you had before that? Yeah. I mean, and it's definitely, yeah, it was like, it's okay to cry about it. Cry as much as you want, but don't, you got to, like, move on. I, and this, that sounds really, really insensitive, but, like, time heals like you can't live in the despair forever. And that comes true, to me being like a glass half full type of guy. Like um it's life, but that it's a lot deeper than that. But yeah, you know. Like it what what am I supposed to do? Right, exactly. Can't, There's nothing you can killed do. Millions of people, right? So it just happened to be in my family. Luckily, like have you guys had any of your grandparents pass away? Yeah, anything like I've that? had a whole a lot of my one side of the family has passed away from cancer. Actually, that was my only uh, chance, uh, my only time with it. Other than that, like I haven't I haven't dealt with that before. So in that aspect, again, I felt really lucky. Like now that I'm past that and and over and and happy now, I felt really lucky. I was like, man, I'm glad that that was the only thing I really had to deal with. I think part of what reason, I mean, just right there, you kind of proved it. You always stay positive. No matter what, if I think that's bi- yeah the biggest takeaway. Whatever from what, we're doing, oh, yeah, stay you always positive. stay positive. Some everything could be going wrong. You'd be like, well, I mean, we still got this, you know. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, but we need this. And you're like, but I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you think he'd uh, you think he'd be proud of what you've done to the Beamer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The BMW yeah, was would. your dad's car. Yeah, that was and cool. You- I remember my mom. He she basically gave it to me. I I sold my Subi that so I could buy it from her, and then. She, I paid like five grand and I'm like, I'll get you the rest of the money soon. And then she's like, "Ah, I'll just gift the rest to you. And then I'm like, I sold my, like my boy for this. Now you got the real car that you wanted. So, uh, yeah, that was his car. It was like, dude, it was also funny. Like, you know, I think we are tainted now, but like, even at the time when my dad got that car, like we were doing Seaboys, right. And he loved that thing for no particular reason besides like, cool. I got a cool car now. Yeah. And I'm like, Dad, this, car, cool ain't, this car. car ain't cool. It is. But uh, but now it means a lot more, obviously. Right. It's got sentimental value yeah. to it. So I'll probably keep that forever. Forever. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you'd I think you'd be really proud of the car, but also everything else you've done. I remember I, that was the worst part. I never got many encounters with him uh, where we were out walking with fans, or like when there was fans, but we were at Steamer Hill, which is coming up Labor Day, but anyway, a bunch of tractors, and uh, this kid comes up to me, asks for a picture, and he was just like, 
That guy. So he just, out of the blue, just recognized you? And I'm like, if only he could see that now. No, or even yeah. if he could see that in a different... I mean... Uh, I'm like, it happens all the time. Just think we had like but, probably 100,000 But at the time, it didn't, time. yeah. Maybe even less. Yeah, so he was dumbfounded by that. And really? I, yeah. He was like, they just recognized you? I just, that's crazy. <laughs> because I, I think I'm also carrying out kind of... My dad was like on the radio. He did like a bunch of radio stuff, and he was like a car salesman. So... He definitely was the type of person that wanted like everyone's praise, but not, you know, not in a cocky way, but he just loved knowing everybody. And so then when he found out, I remember when he was like, you should, you guys should do an ad on the radio. I was just like, nah, (laughs) this this is worldwide, but uh, same kind of premise. He also uh, tried to do politics for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. He did. And you put a fucking sticker on a turtle. (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I was just putting a bunch of his stickers. This is funny, but so dumb. But I only accredit this because I was young. I was like, you probably do it today, too. No, because I know how I wouldn't make that mistake again because I didn't realize how dumb it was. But anyway, gives us a bunch of stickers, you know, Paul Sandman for state representative. We're putting them all over and it's great. And then me, me and the one shithead friend that I had. Put it on a dead turtle. Like, why? <laughs> why? What a marketing scheme yeah, they got there. Like, but, like, <laughs> clearly was not thinking. To be fair, I though. I see that you, dead you, turtle. I'm voting for Paul. <laughs> to be fair, you were young. You were, you were 19 years but, old. Yeah. yeah, he was just a little kid. You got to no, give him I a break, you guys. Like, I just remember that. He was just like, he, he literally read me out for I'm that. Sure, He's like, yeah. you dumb, dude. Why would you do that? But other than that, yeah. So dude, did somebody find the turtle and yeah, like, take a picture of it? Or how did you get yeah, marked yeah, yeah. So saw he it. didn't even see no, it. No, no. Oh, Someone man, saw it and then like, was like, hey, I saw your sticker on this. And it was kind of off-putting. Oh. And I was like, man. How did he know it was you? Because who else? Who else is <laughs> who dumb else enough to put stickers on turtles, dude? <laughs> but it was, I think the funniest part of him doing running for state representative was we, would, we had to be in all of the local little town uh, parades. We were, I was in like 15 parades that summer with him. <laughs> and I was like, this is so weird. You just roll through Main Street of, you know, rink-a-dink town in Minnesota, and then you scoot over to the next one, and then scoot over to the next one. Throw out Tootsie Rolls. Dude, super whack. <laughs> Would you ever use your influence nowadays to follow in his footsteps and carry on the legacy of that? No. I was going to say, no. who do you think is going to vote for this guy? <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> but, Mike, you could you could be like the independent party. Or no, what? no, that's what. He was basically running up against a guy that had been in office for 20 years. Way too long. And he put up a – he got like 33% votes. So that's pretty good. I, dude, yeah. I, to answer your question, I think a lot of people would vote for Mike because they'd be like – I know him. I, <laughs> no, they'd be like, I don't know what this guy's about because he's – kind of all over the place and he doesn't show up to half of the events <laughs> but i kind of like it he seems real pretty, pretty trusting if you were gonna run Genuine. what would your platform be my uh, the green party no sorry. no i mean like what what would you stand for well, what would be your I big thing that platform, you're gonna do I'd probably be on myspace <laughs> <laughs> dude i don't know i i don't want to out I, i'm trying to make up something funny so i don't actually like tell you how i really feel but uh, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in this, and I would probably combat all that. I don't know, dude. I don't that know. was a hell of a politician answer, Holy dude. You got a future in this. Yeah, dude. Roundabout answer. Yeah. Nice. I'd probably fix it all. <laughs> well, yeah. Mike, I think this was uh, this is probably our best hot seat episode mm. thus far. That was really it good, good, man. It felt really good, and it was natural. And I really I appreciate you guys uh, 
being my friends. We appreciate Dude, you. We appreciate you too, bro. Ours and how, how genuine you are. So don't change. Stay the same, please. <laughs> just I mean, like, don't change. Just improve. Yeah, I mean, still <laughs> improve, but, but stay you because we love it. Thank you. So thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Uh, hit the subscribe button, and we will see you next time. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.